You're listening to the Viral Molly Podcast Podcast. Now here's your host, Rob, on the mic. Uh, last night was yet another thrilling night, and we're so close to Halloween. Uh, it was a battle of two Pac-12 Titans as number 10 Washington at number 13 Oregon um, is, a, is a Cinco setter, or what we like to call a reverse sweep. Washington goes down 0-2, finds themselves, and comes back for the next three. So with me today, I've got um, Shannon Crenshaw, LMA Powell, and head coach Keegan Cook joining me this morning after a couple cup, cups of coffee, hopefully. But uh, before we, we talk about your side of the court, I wanted to point out some great performers on the Oregon side. Brooke Nunaviller, 15 kills, 275, three blocks, just 10 digs, a double-double, tacking on 15.5 points. And Taylor bore up the other outside, 14 kills, three blocks, just 10 digs, a double-double for her. So for all of you, Oregon came out hot of the gates offensively, hitting 333 in the first and 298 in the second. Was it something that Ducks were doing offensively, or was it just a funky start for the Huskies? We'll start with you, Ella. Oregon did exactly Um, kind of what we thought they were going to do and like what um, they did to us last year and kind of what we scouted them to do. Um, I don't think it was anything that they – they obviously play a very different game than we see in our gym, so I think that always catches us off guard a little bit. As much as we try to prepare for it, I think it always just has a little bit of effect on us. Um, But I think the biggest thing was just we couldn't really find – our groove and we couldn't find our style of volleyball. We were trying to just felt like we were kind of just reacting for the first set instead of um, playing our game and like doing what we do. Uh, and so I think that was the, the biggest talk um, in timeouts and in between sets is just finding our style and doing what we do and not even worrying about what they're doing on the other side of the net. Uh, and I think that's what kind of turned it around for us. I'm going to jump over to Keegan for this one. Uh, your thoughts on that, the, their offensive performance and your response to it. Yeah, it was hard to differentiate w- uh, whether it was tactics or effort. I think it was maybe the hardest part. We didn't really give ourselves a chance to see if our game plan would work in that first set. Uh, everything just seemed easy for them. you know. And like Ella said, scout team versus live is always different. It takes you a few plays to maybe get on time and get on task. But um yeah, I certainly was not feeling great after that first set for, from an effort standpoint. And, and so they wanted to see if our game plan would work. You know, Oregon, when they pass the ball well, can can really get after you with, you know, running a 6-2 with everyone who can can score. And so, um, yeah, they were they were on script and we didn't do much to get them off script early. Um, so, yeah, it was, was looking a little dire there in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, Shannon, I'm going to jump over to you because I know your, your role comes in off the bench, but had to be going kind of nuts with your team down and uh, not exactly right where you wanted to be. But uh, what's your comment from the uh, bench uh, perspective? Yeah, you know, it's like it's it's kind of hard sometimes um, coming in and coming out just because it's hard to get in a groove. Um, but it was really important for us on the sideline to be giving information to people on the bench or sorry, people on the court um, and then coming on and really knowing like what's going on and what we need to do, what we need to take care of, kind of be able, being able to see what Oregon was doing. Um, kind of from a distance and then being able to come in and make an impact about it. Um, yeah. Lots of communication from either side. Right. Now, was there any concern by your team, especially after hitting, and I hate to say this, especially with the setter on screen, a dismal 086 in the first set. 
<laughs> we'll go to you, obviously, Ella. Um, it doesn't feel good. I'll um, definitely say that. But I think we've been in that position before, and it's it's been really something we've been working on this year and a, a frustrating thing to do whenever it's it's just not who we are. Um, and I think it means a lot to our hitters. Like, that's not just a number. And so they take that personally. And I, I think once they realize that, they – you don't need to even say anything to them. They they'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, it doesn't, doesn't feel good, but I'm proud of how we turned around. All right. I'm going to jump to uh, coach Keegan on this one. Uh, um, any concerns for you? Uh, I mean, yeah, you're, you're always concerned at some point, you know, um, you don't want to go down one set against so many teams. It's happened quite a few times for us, but in different ways, you know, we've jumped out to big leads and given it up. In, in this case, I didn't think we gave great effort in the beginning, but um, there's also a bit of a, a confidence in knowing that hey, we're we're not going to get swept here. We're we're gonna we're gonna push back. You know, we're we're gonna we're gonna make them earn it. And then offensively, we've had just a number of players who maybe start slow and then find themselves. But but early on, um, like Ella said, with this group, they they know when they're not doing what they're supposed to do. And so sometimes timeouts are short and conversations are short, and it's kind of you're looking at each other like. We've all been doing this together for a long time. We know what needs to happen here. And I thought we made a couple changes. A couple players started taking some really courageous swings, and, and LMA got them uh, in rhythm, and our service team stayed steady the whole time, which at least gives you that foundation to kind of get things going. And, and slowly and surely, we, we did start getting our offense firing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to jump over to Shannon for this next question, but uh, what was the team telling each other in their huddles and timeouts, especially when Oregon turned it around? Because in the second set, Watching from where I was at, oh, it looked like you guys are going to take that set, but then they stole that second set to go up 2-0. What was happening from your perspective? Uh, there's a lot of communication going back and forth, um, and we're trying to really just, like, stay calm, trust each other, uh, stick to our tactics, stick to what we know. Uh, I think kind of like what we said earlier, like, it's it's easy to kind of try to feel it out and try to do things that we think are going to work rather than just doing what we know what to do, like what we know how to do. Um, so there's a lot of conversation about going back to our game plan, back to the way we play uh, and not trying to force things that we shouldn't be doing. Yeah. And then uh, for Keegan, uh, what were you telling your team after that second set uh, at that intermission with being down 0-2? If you said anything at all, that is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, pretty short conversation. You know, I just um, told him I didn't really – care about much else other than some effort and some fight you know and that if, if they're fighting hard and then they're given maximum effort then we'll we'll ride with them you know anywhere against anybody regardless of of uh of the results um certainly in that second set things were going better tactically and then it got down to that point where you got to have a little bit of intangibles and it wasn't there and it just didn't feel uh like it should feel in a, in a washington oregon match there's been so many great ones and there's always a lot of emotions and that's what's it's fun, you know, when you're playing a great opponent and you're giving it everything you got. And I didn't, I didn't sense that. And so just challenge them to fight, you know, no matter, no matter what it looked like tactically, just show us that you're giving your best effort. And certainly it, it showed up there in those last three sets, but also we're a pretty steady team, you know, and sometimes your strength can be your weakness. You know, we, we can kind of play some steady volleyball, but sometimes we have a hard time, you know, kind of jumping on people. And so it's hard to know whether it's, you know, it's part of your identity and it served us well in those last three sets. So you just have to kind of accept who you are and, and try and improve, you know. Right. 
Now, Ella, you were able to ignite the Huskies offensively, especially having them hit uh, a set best of the match, a 333 in the fifth set tiebreak. How did you motivate the team to come back after being down 0-3 in the fifth set? Um, something that I've kind of like been telling myself and just kind of like trying to um, tell other people is just to like separate sets and like to just even if we won the last set, if we lost the last set, like it doesn't matter. It's a brand new set. And to be honest with you, I, I think we did a really good job of that. And I never really had a doubt that that we would do that. I, I was there was never a point where I was scared that we were going to lose the match. Like it was always just like, OK, like here we go. We're going to be here all night and <laughs> we have three more sets to go. And we just we just got to get get to work. And that, that's all it really is. Of course, there's there's that natural emotion and, and passion about it. But it, it really was just let's get to work like we're starting to play better we're going to get them like, just keep doing what we do. And um, there's a lot of words flying around, but I I think we really (laughs) did a good job of just doing our jobs. Like each person did a really, did their job really well. Right. Now Keegan, your ladies are down four, six in the fifth, grinded back to tight at eight, eight. Then Oregon was hit with three unforced errors. uh, And then Claire Hoffman unloaded from the left pin for 11, eight lead in the fifth. And then you ended up finishing with an eight one scoring run um you turned it on but what was happening and what did you do something differently to ignite that that surge of points yeah i know we certainly thought we had we had him in a good rotation but big moment i think for for siana houghton you know serving serving sub who came in in a tough role and put a bunch of good serves in play and between her and shannon who both just made some amazing uh digs you know in that run and then LMA putting in a position where Claire could take some big rips, but all of a sudden you saw what can happen when our, when our serving and defensive identity kind of comes to life, all of a sudden points just come and runs, you know, and we, we hadn't seen it like that pretty much the whole match and, and it showed up in a, in a, in a great moment. And then, like you said, a couple unforeseen errors. Um, but yeah, certainly it, it was a big moment, you know, for us defensively to kind of go on that run. Excellent segue for my next question for Shannon. Um, Nabs 10 digs, two aces off the bench, a string of digs in the fifth that couldn't have been more huge and timely with a score of particularly 13 and eight that resulted in Claire's crush to make the score 14, eight for match point. Walk us through that rally because I mean, I saw that hit online and uh, that was a bomb and uh, you're able to control it. Um, yeah, you know, we have such a focus on defense and practice, uh, especially now, it's just like something that we really are trying to get better at. Um, and so a big emphasis is on seeing the game and in the moment, it was just kind of like, a, I don't know, it was like reverting back to the, the basics, like seeing where the hitter is going, um, seeing where there's open space and just making the play, um, just kind of, I guess, not as simple as that, but, you know, just like doing what needs to be done, um, getting under the ball, getting it high, you know, we focus on digging high off the net. Um, I think one of them went over, but, you know, just keeping it alive, giving us another shot. And then uh, for you, Ella, you know, with uh, Marin coming off of uh, a player of the week, offensive player of the week, a couple of weeks ago, and then um, she comes in, nabs 13 kills and uh, hitting 571 while adding four block assists. Uh, she was defensive player of the week, to be correct, uh, a couple of weeks ago. But uh, can you share a little bit about your middles performances in last night's match because they came up really big 
uh, in sets three, four, and five? Yeah, I one of our focuses this year has just been getting them involved um, as much as we can. And I, Marin is one of my favorite people to set and play with because she's just so disciplined and she'll she'll manage any situation so well. Um, I mean, that one hitting error is even uncharacteristic for her. So she's just a, a pretty constant person on our on our court, and she's. Um, uh, the middle role for her is like the perfect person because she just controls our, um, our blocking. And, and I, I love blocking next to her. I love setting her. She's, I can't say enough good things about her, but I'm uh, really proud of how she played last night and just really proud of how our offense like developed with, with them involved Lauren as well. Like they both did a really good job of, of getting involved. Well, Ella, it's okay to take some credit because obviously you didn't get to watch the Pac-12 broadcast, but they were commenting on the one thing you worked on particularly was your blocking. And you did have two huge blocks last night. Um, I don't know if you even recall them, but they were talking highly of your blocking performance as a setter, as a, you know, as a setter myself, getting those blocks is very uh, motivating. <laughs> yeah, I would say that blocking is my favorite and most frustrating thing about volleyball, but uh, definitely rewarding. I think one of those blocks, I don't even know how it happened, but um, yeah, I've been working really hard on my blocking and just any any progress I see is, is good news. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right, for uh, um, Coach, uh, your team goes to 12 and 3 overall, 5 and 2 in conference. Where do you feel your team is from a readiness standpoint here at, we'll call it the midpoint of the season, especially from a team that enjoys five set tie breaks, um, especially only out of seven Pac-12 conference matches? Yeah, I think just they're in a really good position to, to learn, you know, just um, this week, maybe some of my favorite practices with this group, just really, really clear and, and disciplined and just talking about the right things, you know, and so more than ever, feels like we're now in a position to really take off, you know, but um, it's going to be like this all year, Rob. <laughs> just the fact 12 uh, is just, I can't describe it, you know, we uh, how good these teams are relative to last spring. We just saw most of these teams five, six months ago, and these teams are back. You know, some of them, you know, didn't have the entire season they wanted, you know, due to different issues, and they're hungry, and they're playing at a high level, and, and the fact that these matches are going four and five, I mean, you just expect it to continue. And it's certainly, uh, some people were a value ticket right now, you know, but just, you know, it, every night you need to show up ready to battle. And for fans, you can enjoy it. And for coaches, uh, hang in there, everybody. You know, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. <laughs> Team Cardiac Kids up in uh, Washington, huh? <laughs> yeah, I hate that nickname to some degree, but um, yeah, we'll love watching our kids compete, you know, all the way to the end. Yep. Now, uh, your next match uh, is going to be at Oregon State. Uh, what are your thoughts on the next matchup? And uh, we'll go to you, Shannon. Um, to be honest, we we're like so focused on the team that we're about to play, and we haven't even talked about Oregon State yet. Uh, we're going to get to work though about them, or we're going to get to work uh, and start talking about them here soon, um, and really dial in what we need to do on our side of the net, especially um, to slow them down. So we're excited for it. All right. How about you, Ella? Anything to add? Yeah, like like she said, it's we're it's about us and our game. So I, there's I don't care who's on the other side of the net. It's just we're gonna every game we're gonna get better. So. And then we'll we'll uh, round it out with uh, Coach Keegan here. Uh, any thoughts on the next matchup? 
yeah, just as hard as all the rest of them would be my, my mindset. You know, like Ella said, this was a double road trip. You know, we were on the road last week, following a short week. We were at home for just a minute, you know, and then came back out here on the road again. So uh, not looking too far ahead, certainly not when we had a Thursday match against Oregon. So what I know about Oregon State is um, usually a very impressive defensive team, really disciplined blocking, one of the best Leroy's in the conference for the past four or five years in Grace Massey. So, um, but besides that, ha- haven't watched one minute of film, honestly. So just that's <laughs> what I've got on tap on this beautiful fall day. I'll be uh, locked in the hotel room trying to get, get these guys ready. So, um, yeah, excited to, excited to compete. We've got an excellent group on the screen here for uh, our little interview. Thank you to Shannon Crenshaw, Elma uh, Powell, and head coach Keegan Cook of the Washington Huskies. Uh, now uh, five and two in the Pac-12, and it's going to be a grinder battle the entire way. So looking forward to tracking your progress as we go and finish out the tail end of the season. Thank you all for coming on. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks, Rob.